0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Thursday, March 18th. Today on the show, David Ubbin of The Athletic will give us his thoughts on the Tennessee Oregon State matchup coming up on Friday, as well as the differences between Josh Heupel and Jeremy Pruitt culturally at Tennessee. We had something very interesting take place around the NCAA tournament on social media on Wednesday. But we begin with a big win for the Titans in free agency. The 440 is built every single morning for you for free by the Kingston Group. That's right. Nashville's award-winning, locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Look, your house works for you. And when you do a major remodel or a custom build in the right way with the right planning and the right vision, it's not only an investment in your happiness, but it is an investment in your actual bank account. You know how you build equity? You do smart remodels with the people that know exactly how to do it the best. And that is the Kingston Group. If you don't believe me, go check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Be proud of your home, be happy in your home, and let your home make you some money. Buildkg.com is the website. The Kingston Group. The Titans got the best piece of free agency news so far, in my opinion, on Wednesday, the day that free agency actually started, technically, in the NFL. And that is the return of linebacker Jayon Brown to a very friendly one-year $5.25 million deal. He turned down other offers to return to the Titans' defense because the injury to his elbow had probably changed his market value and this year becomes more of a prove-it deal for Jayon Brown. More importantly, the Titans get a very good football player at a very affordable and team-friendly price. A savvy, versatile, athletic, talented player right in the middle of this defense who is largely in control of getting the entire team lined up, now is playing behind an even better defensive line with Bud Dupree and Danico Autry in front of him. Brown was always one of the top two pieces I wanted the Titans to target among all of their in-house free agents, New Smith being the other one. They seemed like the two most irreplaceable pieces on the offense and the defense, respectively, as far as pieces that could leave. So to get Brown back for under $6 million in a year where he has to prove his worth before he hits the open market next year was an incredible victory for John Robinson and the Tennessee Titans. In a tournament-related story, athletes across college basketball spent Wednesday on social media uh, pissing off rich old people. I mean, expressing their personal views towards the amateur model. Using the hashtag #NotNCAAProperty. Property, players pushed for the NCAA to allow college athletes to earn money for things like, wait for it, sponsorship deals, online endorsements, and personal appearances, also known as things every other student in college is allowed to do. And it's not an accident that it took place in a coordinated way the day before the single biggest revenue driver for the NCAA got started. Rumors have swirled on more than a few occasions in years past about players at the Final Four staging protests or walking out or even striking the biggest NCAA-sanctioned event of the year. Now, a lesser man would lecture you rich old snowflakes who are offended that someone have an opinion about their own life. But I am a much bigger man than that. So I will simply ask you one question. If Keon Johnson or Scottie Pippen was able to sign a sponsorship deal, endorse some products on Instagram, or was compensated for doing interviews or signing autographs, how is your life as a college sports fan going to be any different? How is your life affected by other people having the audacity to own their own name, image, and likeness? Or do you think we will all just sit in the same seats, in the same rows, wearing the same colors, singing the same songs in the same stadiums? Just think about this before you start to tweet about college athletes getting paid. (laughs) As we inch closer to the Tennessee-Oregon State game in the first round of the NCAA tournament, Friday, 3.30 p.m., of course, Central Time, we bring in David Ubin of The Athletic, who covers all things Tennessee athletics. I will ask him about the differences between Josh Heupel's program and Jeremy Pruitt's program culturally, but we start the conversation with David on how he thinks the Tennessee-Oregon State basketball game plays out on Friday.
1: I mean, I think ultimately Tennessee has shown a lot this season that, they can look like a top 10, top five-ish team when they play really well, um, when they kick it into high gear, when their offense struggles and gets into hog, uh, dog. You know, their defense has held up a lot this year, but, um, you know, if they can play close to their potential, this will not be a close game. Um, Oregon State, their ceiling is just not anywhere close to where Tennessee's can be. Tennessee's floor, though, is well below Oregon State's ceiling. If they get into a situation where the, D- the offense gets uh, in a funk, Um, we still don't know it doesn't I don't know that I expect John Fulkerson to play if he does how much can he play you know that's a concern as well Um, so it's you know Tennessee controls their fate here Um, if they play their B plus game they win this game and I'm not sure it's that dramatic but they've seen it that they they've shown that they can lose the teams they should do and you know again I, I think this is a good place for Tennessee to be because you know again they control this they can lose this game but uh, if they lose it, it's going to be their own fault. Um, and if they win it, you know, it's going to be because they did what they've done a lot this season. And, and they've got a chance to really flex if they really play well.
0: And then they get to try to stop Cade Cunningham on Sunday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> switching to football real quickly, now that we've seen, I know there's a stoppage with, with the COVID stuff, but just being around the program, how would you describe the, the cultural differences between a Josh Heupel run program and a Jeremy Pruitt run program?
1: You know, I mean, Jerry Pruitt was, in a lot of ways, a carbon copy of Alabama. I think if you were trying to, uh, you know, use a descriptor for that program, I think you could have gotten to 50 to 60 words before you hit fun. I don't know that we really <laughs> saw that. And, you know, for a lot of reasons, that's been kind of one thing that, that Josh Hyper wants to embrace. And, you know, I, I think I, I would caution fans to not sort of look at style as a reason why a guy will succeed or not succeed. You got to be who you are. Jerry Pruitt, if he was trying to run this program with smoothie trucks and slip and slides, like that's not him. They wouldn't have worked. And if Josh Heupel is going to be around here, you know, barking every five seconds, you know, doing the 7 a.m. to 2 a.m. That's not him either. Um, you got to be who you are. And I think, you know, it's very easy when a, when a, uh, a coach doesn't succeed somewhere to blame style. Um, but then again, you look at Nick Saban, you look at Dabo Swinney, they run two completely different programs. I mean, Pete Carroll at USC is another great example. Not exactly a tight ship, but they did okay for themselves, right? And like, so, you know, certainly Tennessee is going to lean more toward being pretty open, you know, having fun, um, trying to um, make the program look like somewhere that, yeah, you know, they want to win games, uh, they want to put guys in the pros, but they want have some fun doing it. And, um, you know, Jerry Pruitt's program is more about, Hey, come here. You're going to work hard. We've got all these national championship winning coaches. We've got all these guys that have produced pros. We're going to get you there. Um, Fun wasn't really on the menu. And with this program, it is. And I don't think that's going to be a reason why Tennessee succeeds. It's just a different guy and he's going to do things his way. And that's what they're doing.
0: Good insight there from David on both Josh Heupel and the differences between he and his predecessor on, I don't know, actually enjoying coaching football and creating some loose environment. doesn't mean he's going to be successful, as David pointed out, but it is absolutely a different way to skin a cat. That is for sure. Uh, Basketball program, of course, again, like everybody I've talked to, like me, like most of you fans out there, Should Tennessee play their best game and show up focused and mentally tough against Oregon State on Friday, they are the clear favorite to win and advance to Sunday's matchup with likely Oklahoma State. So just wanted to give you another perspective on the game coming up on Friday. Uh, Obviously, the NCAA tournament gets started today on Thursday. So everybody out there, enjoy yourselves today. A quick reminder about the NCAA tournament this year. Since every game is being played in Indianapolis, the schedule is a little different, so plan accordingly. The tournament still starts on Thursday today, but it will only feature the first four games, which are normally played on Tuesday and Wednesday. The normal schedule has shifted back one day so that the first full round is being played on Friday and Saturday instead of Thursday and Friday, which means that we will get second round games on Sunday and Monday instead of Saturday and Sunday. You keeping track of all of this? The second weekend is being pushed back two days and will run from Saturday to Tuesday instead of the traditional Thursday to Sunday layout. NCAA tournament scheduling is just one of those cultural things that's just ingrained in our identity as sports fans. It's bizarre to see it laid out this way. I just wanted to make sure that I got this reminder out to all of you because I had totally forgotten about the scheduling changes and I've been telling everybody to come meet me on Thursdays to watch basketball from 11 a.m. to close of business and that's just not going to happen. UC Saros was activated on Wednesday evening by the Nashville Predators giving Pecorine a chance to take a breather. Nashville is back on the ice after a 2 2 1 start to their brutal eight game road trip, playing way up to the competition and over their skis by and large for the entirety of the road trip so far. They will play at the Panthers Thursday night starting at 6 p.m. Florida, right now, is among the best teams in the entire world. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff, but also share the product. Of course, also special thanks to our title sponsor, The Kingston Group, Nashville's custom home and remodeling firm. Award-winning, locally owned, all the things that 440 stands for, they stand for as well. They're analytical. They're thoughtful. And they they want to do as good a job as possible. That's the business model. That's why they've been successful for over a decade in Nashville. And it's why they're the right choice if you're making a big decision like doing a remodel or or a custom build. Check them out. BuildKG.com is the website. BuildKG.com. That's the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com. Let their work do the talking. The 440 is a production of 440 Media. Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.